0: Is the grass always greener on the other side? Hulkamania runs mild in Tampa Bay. And the ongoing saga of Urban Meyer. Plus, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them all, and then you're dead. And now, WTMJ presents The Tripod, a sports and pop culture podcast with Justin Garcia, Scott Morris, and Ashton Rotman. Ashton, were you old enough for the facts of life? No, I don't believe so. I don't, I don't think I've heard of this. Can you, can you give me a quick rundown here? Well, I just gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was earlier. Hey, yeah, Charlotte Ray. She ran a she... house. Well, that was her name. That, that was her oh. real name. Mrs. Garrett was mm-hmm, the character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She ran a house for. Was she Caroline Ray's mom? I can
0: up right now, is it a TV show? Yes, like, a, like an everyday program back like, in the 70s, like Mr. She, Rogers' Neighborhood, that type
1: of sort of thing. No, no, no. not it. It was a comedy. Oh, gotcha. She actually okay. that was actually a spin off of different strokes. Yes. Oh, she was a Milwaukee native, too. Yes, oh there's so many ties, anyway. She was the one who watched the kids. She's not the kids,
0: different spelling. She's not Caroline Ray's mom. I who was uh Joe. I remember Joe,
1: Claire. uh Dorothy, Blanche, Rose, and Sophia. The facts of life girls. No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Wrong. think those are the names. Wrong. No, you had uh who was the hot one? Was it Cl- no. Blair. Blair. Blair 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 was the hot one. Yep. You had uh Tootie. She was the pudgy one. Mm-hmm. Then you had Kim Fields. I don't know her. What was? Well, her? that was Tootie. Oh, that that, that was Tootie. Yeah. Oh, well, then who was the pudgy one? Natalie. Natalie was the. Oh, you're right. Big boned one. <laughs> um, Joe was like the tomboy. Yeah, that was it. What else is Kim? F- what do I know? Oh, living single. Kim Fields also played uh, Will Smith's girlfriend during uh, *Fresh Prince* uh, several right? episodes yeah, of *Fresh that's Prince*. Right,
0: that was pregnant or alleged to be Something pregnant. like that. Nancy McKeon. Yep, that was Joe. Joe. Hmm. Uh, I can't find anything else she was in. The mm-hmm. Love
1: Boat. Well, but everybody was on the Love Boat from one point in time. Poison Ivy, TV movie, firefighter.
0: Mm-hmm. Facts of Life, nine years running, long time, yeah. Love begins was her last film in 2011.
1: Hmm. You can still see it. I'll bet you it's on right now on the Facts of Life, Nick at Night, or
0: Uh, MeTV or something uh, like that. I was going to say, what is that channel? MeTV. MeTV is
1: is a good one for those old shows. You don't get theme songs anymore like you did with the Facts of Life. You don't. There aren't even. I'm trying to think. Are there even there aren't theme songs? I'm trying to think of like a like a Rage like like dinosaur
0: in the '90s. Yeah, because now it's it's like a 30 second musical number. That's it. Just that's, a little jingle. Just a little like, something. Like a little the credit, right. maybe. Like The Office had its thing, but there was no wait. There was no words. It was just. Always it. Comes back to the office. Well, that's I'll literally wait. all I know in life. That's fine. <laughs> I texted you yesterday. The uh, <laughs> oh yes, you did. I watched the, <laughs> <laughs> the deposition was on. And both of the, so back to back, yes. Because the dinner party, yes. Those after are after that. Yep. Um, I stumbled on it on whatever show. Usually on Comedy Central now. Comedy Central, yeah. but I wasn't going to give him a free plug. Ah, why not? Uh, whatever show carries the Office reruns, it tuned in. Seconds after the opening credits, and saw it was the deposition. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a sticking I mean, around for this. They're in the car, and
1: he wants the the best <laughs> he wants part. The top down, <laughs> Michael. We don't need. It. All right, this is going to turn didn't watch into. It, did you? I- I've seen it. It's great, but it's not a. He- I I'm mean, just going to I'm I've been in the room when Ashton starts talking this about the office. It. The the I'll just say all I have. The only thing That's I'll say.
0: Have. Why I love that episode. The best part is after the actual deposition when they go to get lunch, and Michael looks around and sees it's just Toby to sit by, sits at the table, and Toby tries to have this heartfelt moment with him about his parents getting divorced, and he just (laughs) slides his tray tray
1: right off the table. Take the good, take the bad, and there you have it. So that's how we got there. Facts of Life. Facts of Life.
0: So, where do we even begin? I guess the continuation of what we talked about last week that uh, I said I know. I don't remember where you guys were at, but I thought Urban Meyer would have been fired by 5 o'clock on Friday. I agreed with that. I I think we all all did. I think just about everybody expected that would have happened. So, the statement that he released... Mm -hmm. Mm. And then the subsequent interview with Zach, that Smith, Zach Smith gave making the media rounds for some reason. I don't know why he thought that was a good idea. Who
1: Zach Smith? Yes. Uh, did he make the rounds, or did he only speak to, to that uh, one particular a, ESPN he, report? He did a or?
0: he did a Columbus ES, radio yeah. station, okay.
1: and then I think he did the ESPN report. Yeah. That I, interview I just, he did, but but the interview that he gave with ESPN was so cringe-worthy. It was it was it it made your blood boil because he is the st- every answer he gave was the stereotypical wife beater who's trying to deny and trying to deflect and in denial. It, it's just it, it was textbook answer for answer what you always hear. I, I have some audio if you guys want to hear some. Yeah, of let's hear some of it. I'm not out here in the public trying to put my personal life out there to people at work or or anything. I mean, it's. I, I believed that personal matters and marital matters need to remain personal and between a husband and wife. That's what I believed. And so I believe I told him what he needed to know and nothing more talking about Urban Meyer. Yeah. He's like, it, I gave, told Urban what he needed. It's like he, he's trying to be this white knight for somebody that it has
0: enough power of his own to not really need one. And then he was asked about Urban Meyer and possibly losing his job. And,
1: I'd be heartbroken for Ohio State, for the players,
0: yeah. for him <laughs> and his family, because it's it's not right. The money it's line not, is the last three seconds. If that less. happens, is dead wrong coming from somebody who knows i was in all the m- meetings i know exactly what he knew i know exactly what he did if he loses his job it's flat wrong right here and this is the guy who fired me he, it's, it would be the, a crime that would be the crime out of all of this he says urban meyer losing his job would be the crime uh, no i don't believe this to be the case but stranger things have happened what if it comes out he didn't actually assault his wife there would be a hell of a backstory to this story alone being put together. Then. Uh, the reason why I don't believe it is there's a lot of information missing, and he gave terrible answers when he wasn't really pressed in that ESPN interview. But when he was asked about some of those things, his answers were laughable. Of when they were asked about how did she get the bruises on her arms, and he said, "Defensive." Well, I was defending
1: myself yeah. to get out of the situation, right. Or something, but, but like, like
0: that. he he stressed several times that he thought this should be private. And Scott, you were telling us earlier that is that is something that it seems to be a common theme among well, most there people, people that commit a crime don't want people prying in
1: on. Well, it. you know,
0: <laughs> makes sense. If you commit a crime, you don't want people to know so you don't get in trouble.
1: Now, the, but but I think through it all, the biggest development, and I we can come back to whether or not any of us feels differently about Urban Meyer's future. The biggest development, of course. Okay, so then. Over the weekend or, or late Friday, they announced there's this panel of what? Is it 10? 10 people?
0: Yeah, I think there's right.
1: OSU people, there's a couple politicians, there's non politicians. Anytime you get a blue ribbon task force together, I always think that that's a bad, bad idea, bad move. You're, and, the more, it never shocks me that you could have some really smart people walk into a conference room and come out with some really dumb results and some really dumb decisions. It happens all the time in life. You have a group. God, look at look at that look look at that boardroom table. There's some smart people in there. Lock them up. Come back in a couple hours and they can come up with some really ridiculous results. Right. They'll be rational. They know what they're talking about. They've got experience. I, well, uh, but but guys, I don't like the fact that not only did they have a blue ribbon task force set up, they have a date too. Who gives oh, themselves a like Two weeks. Is, yeah, is it, it re, done.
0: Is it too early for me to visit the Knoll? Can I visit the Knoll real quick? No, it's never too early. No, climb up early. Okay, so this is the thing. They give the date and I say it's, it's two weeks. It's 14 days. We got the music. I'm, I'm clear here. Mm-hmm. 14 days. They're taking their sweet-ass time to do this so that if or just if they decide that Urban Meyer did everything he could, they can be like, hey, we did our due diligence. He, he gets to keep his job. I, I just, there's no way this is this is coming back with, any, uh, well, with anything other than Urban Meyer so, keeping his job. I don't know about that. So I do want to. There's two scenarios I think, but the whole interview. I saw a lot of people outraged that Zach Smith was even being interviewed, and at first, like, eh. but when you saw the interview and how there was no this wasn't a grilling and this was just let's give Zach Smith a platform and the way it was touted as oh, we have this exclusive interview like this is a huge get to get this guy i think that's what was most disappointing and discouraging about all the platforms he was given on friday to the answers that he gave to with the, the um how he was in self defense and what the question where he answered, you'd have to be there and should yeah. have never married, or was it a toxic relationship. Like come on, dude. That's why I said like I I, there, I don't know what there is for him to to gain from this. Like you can talk about all you want about the interviewers and actual questions. So but like, what, 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 what else is this? interesting is how much he defended Urban Meyer when was it texts or part of the story that Brett McMurphy did. Was, um, I don't. I don't remember if it was Courtney Smith or someone else, but I think it was her conversing with Zach about Urban Meyer potentially firing him, and him saying uh, something along the lines of, "He knows if he fired me, I'm taking everyone down yeah, with me." That, that was Zach Smith, who in allegedly in those texts is the one who said. So he goes from that yeah, to, to defending him. Urban Meyer and protecting him. So. What change between those those two? And somebody uncovered today too. Um, when the first incident was reported, his raise was like six thousand dollars, and then every other year it was twenty thousand, twenty three, close to thirty thousand. But that one year, like just six thousand. We gotta we gotta knock you a little bit here. The whole two week thing, and the fact that he wasn't hired, and the well, we're getting this panel together. One of two things is going to happen, I think. The entire athletic department, the AD Gene Smith goes down, Urban Meyer goes down, other assistants on that staff go down. It's a mass firing of people, or like you said, nothing happens. It's one of the two. Urban Meyer maybe gets, he's suspended for the first three games of the season, no firing. You can go ahead, Scott.
1: Well... Keep in mind too, I don't know if it was just this morning or yesterday that the attorney for Courtney Smith came out. <clears throat> the attorney for Courtney Smith came out and said, My client never
0: was, contact. was right, contacted
1: yeah. by anyone at Ohio State. That then puts more credence to the claim that Urban is trying to throw his superiors under the bus, because so, which Urban Meyer's saying, look, I, yeah. I, well, I did my job, I funneled the information up the chain of command, and I'm done. Like, he admits to lying, and people are clapping for that. That's
0: that's a very odd I, thing. The whole thing with Urban Meyer's story and Urban Meyer's laughable statement that he released, too, um, that's what kind of clouds it. So let's assume that happened, and Urban Meyer reported this. Can you fire him then if he followed protocol? I mean, yes, you can still sure. fire him, but that's kind of you're out for. He's not fired, but Gene Smith is fired.
1: Couldn't they both go? So then they both. I mean, should in that throw. case, who's because firing? Who's
0: making the firing of Gene Smith? And what's stopping them from firing the just University him? President? Says, so well, what- Urban did his job. You didn't follow up on this and do anything <sighs> with it. That's the easy cop out for Ohio State. I mean, truthfully. Urban Meyer may have followed the protocol, but. but, I mean, there's lawsuits that will come forth mm-hmm. with the, you knew about a spousal abuser and you left him on this campus with children, basically. Right. So, so he, here's a tweet from uh, Kyle Rol- Rowland, who is uh, a, an OSU kind of writer, someone follows it. In Ohio State's HR handbook regarding sexual misconduct, it notes that an individual, quote, an individual need not to be charged with or convicted of a criminal offense to be found responsible for domestic nine, violence yeah. pursuant to the policy. So, well, and and they, that goes back to what you guys talked about last week uh, regarding his contract. They've already violated the Title IX policy. So then they, they're I mean, there's their, their easy out for firing him. I guess but what again, surprises me, too, is that his wife hasn't been fired yet. Yeah. Did we hear? Unless that? she, unless that's tied, tied to, well, she knew.
1: She reported it along with Urban. They, but they may have to. I, I think if if they are going to fire her, they have to go about it by the book, by the letter. So that might explain why there's a little bit of delay in that happening, or they're waiting for this investigation to complete and then they can offer some sort of sacrifice and maybe it's the wife back to your question about who would fire well it would you you say it'd be the university president with the the blessing of the board of regents, regents yeah. which then begs the question and i don't know the university's president off the top of my head does he or she do they have the are they really going to is, do you have faith that that would happen? Do you have faith that whatever this panel releases, here's the results of our findings? And unless it is it is so overwhelming that that has to be the case, does so? Are you I'm are you s- so skeptical that that any president or any board would do that unless the the evidence? And whatever they find is just – it's going to be so convincing, and you'll always have people against it, I know. Sure.
0: So essentially you're asking, is this president – does he want to be the the guy – his name is Michael Drake.
1: Does he want to be the guy who fires Urban Meyer? Is that essentially what it comes down to then? That, in essence, is it. And does he have the cojones to do it if that ultimately is – so are you I'm 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 leaning towards him not getting I, fired. I don't feel nearly I am too, we by all the way. we all
0: well I just— speak for I adjusted. still he, think he's getting fired. I, I I think he and Gene Smith are getting fired. I am right now at fifty fifty one forty nine, leaning fifty one percent that he stays. I still because inside, like, I don't understand and I know I said the word morally last week and I know that's a bad thing to do in these situations, but I just it's hard for me to understand. How, in this case, somebody with the power to get rid of these people mm-hmm. wouldn't just be like, this is, no, we're not doing this. this is, you're done. And so part of me still feels that way, and I still believe that both Gene Smith and Urban Meyer should be fired. But the other part of me is like, it's still college sports. There's still somewhere where everyone says winning is still winning. And I, that's, that's why I, I, I'm leaning that he stays. I think that's wrong. I don't think he should stay. I think many people involved should be gone. But it's also weird to me that Shelly Meyer has not – there has not been a statement about her job at all. It's weird.
1: I feel – you say you're 51, forty-nine that he stays now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 50-50. I mean, I, I'm telling you that the fact that you, you, you commission this group and then you put yes. an end date on it. Well, not that they couldn't, I suppose – Say we have new evidence and we're going to extend it. You can go longer. But the fact that you have a, nope, the clock's running. You have 14 days. And at the end of the 14 days, what do you got? Okay, we'll just, who puts an end date on an investigation? You investigate until you have come to the conclusion you need to come to. And all those loose ends are tied up. Not when the, oh, that's it. That's all the time we were allotted. I can't think of a single moment in,
0: in history, recent history, And both of you can tell me I'm wrong or give me an example, but how
1: often does something like this happen in a case where they're like, "Okay, we got two weeks to figure this out," or (laughs) like that just seems abnormal. Why? Why? That's where my skepticism is rooted in. Why wouldn't you just investigate and let it go? And if it bleeds into the start of the regular season, fine. Like this is this is part of running the school. Do our due diligence. Everybody loves that phrase. But you're going to end it at a certain point. What 14 days, which I think I didn't look, would coincidentally butt right up against the start of the season. Maybe by a it week or so. Would be like so. a week before, I believe. 14 yeah.
0: 14 days, so two weeks from Friday would be what the 21st, and they start
1: that following weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, this is slowly 24th, being set sorry. up in a way that Urban Meyer's is going to wriggle off the hook. In terms of him being booted all together, it's it's like there. Part of me now like
0: feels naive that I was so certain last week that this was going to happen. It's 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 weird. What's, what's funny is there's more and more anti-Urban Meyer national guys coming out of the woodwork now. Like who is uh, I'm going to get his first name wrong? Is it Scott Bianchi? That Jeff works <laughs> the old Brewers. <laughs> what third baseman uh, in Orlando? <laughs> He was just on the Paul Feinbaum show on Monday and just ripped him to shreds. Out of all my time covering Florida, I've never dealt with a coach as insincere and as awful to deal with as Urban Meyer. And now all of a sudden all these guys, and you saw more reports too of, um, I forget where I saw it, but executives at ESPN did not like Urban Meyer the year he was there and they always had to cater to him. He was very disingenuous. I personally love it. I've been on the anti-Urban Meyer train. <laughs> Does I've been that conducting you? <laughs> that train since day 1.
1: But all of those guys are Oh, come on. Come on now. Who? What? Who? They're they're the all what? Of- They're all anti-great. The- no, at the level of an Urban Meyer. Steve at the Spurrier, level of Nick The old Saban. ball coach. Oh, Nick Saban I don't think is is what? Oh, okay. Yeah, you better laugh. <laughs> no, but I I mean Sure, at at some point in time, maybe back in the old Bowling Green days, or when he was an assistant before that, and I think he was at Notre Dame as an assistant at one point. I'm I'm sure he was a little bit more humble. But success goes to your head when you are the highest paid employee in the state of Ohio. How can you not but have an ego so massive that it distorts everything? That you say and that you do. And you start believing that however I have handled a situation, gravity is, as severe as this or something a lot lighter, however I have handled it is the right way because I know what's right. You believe your own foolishness. You, you, you buy into your own your own self-esteem in a way. And you also buy into what people tell you. Right. If someone praises because you, you say, "Of course, well, I'm who, great." And and look, once you've reached the level of an Urban Meyer, a Nick Saban, a uh, Garcia, the blank with, uh, yes, who is going to criticize you? No, who is going surprised. to criticize? <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. <laughs>
0: I, I'm with you. That, that's the, the thing is that like, they will cater to you when you're there, and then when you're I gone. I think the difference is uh, there are other coaches that. They at least mask it with their personality, like maybe Les Miles is the worst guy on the planet, but you wouldn't know it by the exterior. Urban Meyer, you just knew like this guy is a real prick. He comes off as one, and it's been valid. Remember when Urban Meyer threw a fit Has that he the smiled? cameraman hit JT Barrett? Yeah, on the was that on the sidelines when he was oh, coming sure. to the game. Yeah, yeah. Has he ever living. smiled? Have you ever seen him smile? Game, right? Well, when he was around Tim Tebow, yes. it's fair. A good Pray point. with Tim Tebow. Unfortunately, yeah. the prayer didn't help Zach Smith or Aaron Hernandez. But he, or tried. Riley. he or tried. Riley Cooper. He tried. We forget about Riley Cooper. <laughs> Keep he going. Tried. There's a lot of names on that list. Riley didn't Cooper. I mean, that was. It wasn't great. <laughs> it, what happened in Philadelphia was probably worse than what happened in Florida for Riley Cooper. I know, but I feel like a little bit of that. Why not? Let's, Chris let's... Rainey was a lot worse than Riley Cooper. I mean, let's just keep again. Let's just keep naming Carlos people. Hyde was pretty bad. I mean, he had a serial killer in his locker room. That's he always going to be suspended. Get past. Cardell Jones for his "I ain't come here to play school." Oh yeah, he, he didn't. Um, yeah, so there's so where you guys think he will not be fired or lean towards that? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think he will be fired. And Gene Smith is fired. I, is hope, I hope. I hope you're right. That goes down. Um, so before we switch gears completely, um, as we record this, it's August 7th. Oh, you're, you just ruined it now. I was going to say, do you know what yesterday was? Did you know before you saw it? I did. It?
1: I did. Okay, I
0: did know that. He has no idea. I know what today is. <clears throat> Yeah, but I, d- I doubt it's the seventh. No, dude, I know what the today's anniversary is. What uh, Barry Bonds are breaking the record? Oh, that's right. A true home run king. <laughs> my home run king. Yeah, he's mine too. <laughs> Hashtag my king. My one of my all time favorite athletes. So any much sport. fun. Absolutely. <laughs> my Mount Rushmore of athletes. We're <laughs> probably really good at hitting homers. Barry Bonds, <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> is this a, a Mount Rushmore of who people hate? No, my personal favorites. Okay, so yeah, Barry Bonds, same Charles Barkley. Glenn Robinson probably and Brett Favre. Wow. And That's your Mount Rushmore? Probably, I think. Are you being sarcastic enough? No, about? no, I, he's, no. He's dead serious. Why I, are you
1: such a Bonds fan? I always loved Barry Bonds. But why? Um, I I loved I homers. loved
0: the Pirates when I was a kid. Okay. Because of Bonds and Benia and Andy Vance like, which so I, I collected Barry Bonds cards. I remember watching whenever the Pirates were on mm-hmm. what CBS that had baseball back when Mm, we were of that age. You're 35 years younger than us. Jim Cott. Um, um, he was the analyst for Super Yep, sorry, into the ahead. Pirates. And one of my friends, his, uh, his family somehow knew the Van Slykes. Pretty random. <laughs> yeah. So I got to meet.
1: Barry Back in Bonds. the locker room. Barry
0: Bonds, Bobby Bonilla, what? Andy Van Slyke. Wait a minute. Wait, Skinny Bonds? It was, oh, this was like 91. He was still, okay, still with yeah, the yeah, Pirates. Yeah. Got it. This was very much in passing. So it was Andy Van Slyke that the family knew and mm-hmm. like, bring your friends to the game, bring a couple of your friends. So I went, got to meet Andy Van Slyke. He was nice. <laughs> because I, I forget what, I think his family is from here or something with Andy Van Slyke. That was the connection. Uh and they were Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonilla back in the locker room just playing cards the biggest jerks oh, ever sure. even as a of course, kid yeah. even as a kid but he was my favorite player I wasn't going to let him ruin it for me so I didn't get to really meet I him didn't know I this just emotion. saw him they say don't meet your got heroes. blown off by him and okay well, what stadium was still it still going to collect his cards this was spring training oh spring training yeah okay. yeah, yeah
1: still going to collect his cards I had no idea that he was your favorite. Oh, so yeah. oh, really, yeah. oh, yeah. Who's, you who's, who's your favorite baseball I don't, player? I don't have a favorite baseball player. You don't player. have one? No, I genuinely don't. I don't have a favorite athlete or anything. I don't have a favorite. No. I have teams that I root for. Mm-hmm. but I, I'm not, I, I no.
0: find myself more and more to be the opposite. I root for players now.
1: Jeez. Why? I don't know why. I, I seem because
0: players move more often than teams move. So I, I tend to gravitate towards what watching What is it about the player, player. you root
1: for? Which usually, is a horribly constructed sense.
0: Usually, they're good, which means their teams are good, which means they're more entertaining to watch. So he is
1: a front runner, hundred um, percent. Makes how my do you life. you root better. for the player without rooting for the person. How do you separate? I can. Refer,
0: I can. I. I don't. It's very hard to. I would say. So the thing with me, I loved Barry Bonds, and just because he was so good, even before. The alleged steroids took place. Yeah, he couldn't even <laughs> he say it was, a straight
1: face. He okay. was so good even before that guy. that
0: you know that's who I wanted to be, and uh, as a baseball player and a person. And <laughs> then by the Shoot. time the Can't second arc it. of his career happened, because I like as soon as he left the Pirates, I and this was again the mid '90s where it wasn't like order it online or go to Champs right. and they have everything. I had to order through the MLB catalog as soon as he left and went to the Giants. I bought all this Giants gear for birthdays and Christmases. Uh, So I still, because the first few years in San Fran was still skinny, not huge. Head Barry Bonds. No, the the transition was happening (laughs) Uh, after a couple of years. He was transitioning. So by the time he became the Barry Bonds we know now and everyone hates. Oh, at that point, I was just like, well. This just ups my interest more because everyone hates him so much. Also, I love home runs, so it's hard not to root against that. And I don't care if it was steroids. The fact that he was impossible to get him out. You had Barry Bonds getting walked with the bases loaded. That is an incredible feat on purpose. The OPS that he had
1: that year, too, where it was like, (laughs) 9,000. <laughs> but, 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 but how, how can you even? Uh, here we go. Well, no, I, I just, I'm curious. How, how do you tout statistics when. Look, he's cheated? still got to hit the ball. Right, but if you are healthier and thus are more agile, Smarter. because there is science behind the fact that my bat speed is a little quicker, as I so, get older, there are certain things I can take. Yes. To make my hand eye coordination. Better or what it was a or few years ago when I was you younger. On the field. I mean, we, right. or, we, or, we, yeah. or we just see that the in field. our
0: backyard. Speaking of, he would actually, you know what? He might be on there. Ryan Braun. You like Ryan Braun? Mount oh, yeah. Peak, uh, peak Ryan Braun is a look, lot of fun to look, watch. There are other people in this city that ride his coattails and pretend to be friends with him, but there is no one that stood up for that guy on the air more than I have for the last. Three or four years. What are you standing up for when it comes to Ryan? You're standing up for what? There, I mean, from the second standing up that for it, happened. The wrong guy. Right. Terminator. No, 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 it's not. I definitely stand up for him. The second that happened, everybody- What are you defending? Get him out of here. He's terrible. This is a terrible contract. contract. mostly Trade the contract. In, blah,
1: blah, blah. No, the contract was great at the time. Well, it's still, th- not, it's still well, not awful. Not, it's, not, it's not as good as it had been the last year, but yes. I, that's it. It's just a contract. See, see, and side, I never get that upset about... It's not my money. Who cares? I mean, I'm not... Right. That's a rational way of thinking, (laughs) though. That's another way of looking at it. That's a rational way of thinking. I I can't get myself that excited of a contract situation. But yeah, Barry Bonds, man.
0: So sorry, what was your... I had the Giants (laughs) jersey t-shirt with the Giants 25 Uh, Bonds. Yeah, I can't go wrong. That whole family. His dad and Willie's his godfather, right? Yeah, Willie Mays. Willie's an even bigger jerk than Barry. Is that true? Oh, If I, if I missed out on stories about Willie Mays Look it up Just just google Willie Mays jerk And you'll <laughs> be flooded with stories so Trust I should, me I should feel like I should Trust add another me. word <laughs> um, No, but August 6, 2008 Ten years ago when Brett Favre was traded to the oh, Jets. I'm
1: the one that even said that and I forgot about it. That's hard to believe. Yeah, it was right before midnight, but then I think the seventh. So
0: actually. I remember uh, that whole summer. That was our first summer
1: here because we started on the same day. We did well, but we didn't start until September of I know, but that you was You started f- on the same day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. We were in the first we, we were, were in the same class. Wow. <laughs> <That's> impressive. <laughs> still here, only one's from that class. No, I was there. gone for one year for rehab, but then I came back and <laughs> You were no, fully, was, fully retired and now you're semi-retired. That
0: was uh, our first summer here and I was thrown in the fire working on the Packers Ooh. radio network and every oh, single That's post great. every single call how much they hated Aaron Rodgers and bring Brett, bring back Brett Favre. Uh, I I remember though that summer, driving to Asheville, North Carolina for a wedding, for a family friend, and driving. I remember we had just stopped in like Indiana and we're at a Portillo's. Getting in the car, had on satellite radio and hear what their sports update. The agent for Brett Favre says he's coming back. I'm like what? <laughs> what? And then just the whole scene of him showing up to Green
1: Bay and, and Now, see, I get it confused with because I'm trying to think because I was here and I remember talking this through and Favre came to Green Bay, but that was after because then he retired from the Jets. Mm-hmm. He retired twice, I right? He yeah, he from retired the Packers. He retired came back three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah three 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 well, three he was counting. He was forced into retirement. <laughs> the third so time. he he retired from the Jets. What brought him back? But then he was back at Lambo, wasn't he? I wasn't there. Some talk that he's going to come back.
0: No, no, no. That was in two thousand eight when he made the spectacle because it was a, it was for Family Night, wasn't it? That he flew back. But it it's could. a bold move, and took the uh, and see, I because he flew back to the airport. There, he was in the was press box, greeted by fans, the was in the press box, the luxury box, suite, yeah. and was trying to force his the hand of of Ted Thompson and company.
1: Yeah, and then ends up in the Jets. <laughs> That's what I, I remember. The year after watching him. That's right. I remember the year after because I, it, watching him land in Minneapolis and he got off the plane and then the the choppers were following his yeah. car navigating mean to the up with to, the, chili. Pl- <laughs>
0: to the, the handshake with chili.
1: <laughs> Why wow. did he want to leave so bad? I don't
0: remember. Most oh, he of this. wanted to play. And they didn't. And it was just his Rogers' moved. time. He retired in March, and they said, "All right." No, I mean, but was, the wasn't thing... there animosity before that, though, before his like leading Ooh, no. to his retirement? Well, the no. animosity was that it became an every-year occurrence okay. of, I don't know if I'm coming back. So then he finally went too far. You, you dip your toe in the pool, and then one of the times you fall in, and he goes through the retirement. And by that point, I mean, I remember taking the side of the – I love Brett Favre, but I remember taking their side of, you retired, and we drafted this guy three years ago. It's time to play him. I think it's proven out that
1: oh, yeah. Thompson was right. <laughs> just a little bit. I think just a little bit.
0: It wasn't that way 10 years ago. No, the, I, I mean, the I calls imagine. that we got were 80-20, Brett Farr versus the Packers. Some of the calls we get now. Some of those calls, man. I mean, you think you have it bad now. You should have heard some of what we were getting then.
1: It no, wasn't just
0: that. To. It was everything on the weekends and on Sports Central. How much... Ted Thompson has to go, fire Mike McCarthy, bring back Brett Favre. Well, I'm, I'm guaranteeing we're still going to get the fire Mike McCarthy matter what. There was no even a, the bringbackbrettfavre.com site. Well, wow. it still exists? I'm sure it does. <laughs> ten years re-routing. ago. rerouting. Ten years. I remember watching his first game with the Jets, too, because that was It was a the, preseason game. I was well, at
1: Champs on 76th Street. It was a Saturday night preseason game.
0: The Jets game? Yeah, what was was it um, the uh, the Monday night game against the Cardinals? I think it was where he threw six touchdowns. Ashton was sixteen, maybe.
1: I don't know. It's all a blur. I remember that game. I don't miss, but but I don't miss any of that. Brett Favre. Well, no, just oh. the, the discussion and the debate. Oh, you talk about being worn down by a topic, and not just for people who work in radio, but just a, as a, as a conversation piece. It's
0: That's just nine and seven a year. I remember watching down. the first game because it was the local, of course. Because remember, every CBS game around here yep. games. Yep. So it was the Jets and the Dolphins, and that was the CBS game. I started doing, because we started the second week of September, so it was the second game of the season that I started working on the Packers broadcast when they played third, because they played the Lions in week two. So it was after that game that I started doing it. So I remember watching Brett Favre's first few games with the Jets, that Monday night game, I think it was with the yeah Cardinals week four. Led the Jets to a 56 35 win, six touchdowns. How many interceptions? One. Okay. It's well, a pretty good ratio if you can do that. And the uh, recipient to many of those, Jets. You'll never get it. Lavernius Cools. So. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Was Can you look up their roster real quick? I it, Was that uh, Thomas Jones era as a running back?
1: It was and part Scott on the defense and Leon still.
0: Washington. Okay. They
1: had a good roster. Jericho I remember. Well, I remember Bubba Franks was yeah, on that team. They had a good roster. There's a great ESPN did a great and maybe that's the, is that the article you had up. They have the backstory that happened from the Jets' perspective of of how that unfolded and how no. on again off again on again off again it was and uh, it was and. Um, uh, the owner was um, Woody Johnson. Woody Johnson, and the GM is Tannenbaum. Yep. And it's Tannenbaum. Yeah, Tannenbaum tells the story about how he was about to board the plane because the Jets were headed to uh, Cleveland for the preseason game. Because he was introduced in the bowels of Paul Brown Stadium. Yes, and that's where he when originally he was. Holding was the jersey, the jersey. It just
0: looked so pissed off.
1: I mean, our own yeah. guys were there. I remember Lance Allen and uh, I think Tom Pippins was down there from Fox 6. I mean, it, it was – so you had the Cleveland media, you had oh. the New York media, you had Wisconsin-based media and any and every other yeah. national, all crammed into the Cleveland – I mean, how often is the Cleveland Browns media room crammed? It was. Um, but anyway, Tannenbaum tells a story how he was, he was going to board the plane to fly to Cleveland – and then all of a sudden, somebody he got a text, and it said, "Because the Buccaneers were heavy in on it, because Gruden yep, 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 was the coach yep. at Tampa Bay at still at the time.
0: Yeah, we all assumed it was he was pretty going much to Tampa, Tampa yeah.
1: and the Jets and Tampa, maybe in all likelihood." And Tannebaum's getting on the plane, and all of a sudden, he gets a text saying, "Tampa's going to get him. You need to move now, or something to let to that effect." He walks off the plane, goes back to the team facilities, works the phones. It happens. He flies back later. What's real interesting in that article, and I encourage you to read it, is that Tannenbaum—and I think it was Tannenbaum—had to be. Yeah, he's the GM. He never discloses who texted him that. It's a little nugget in that article that I really find interesting. Like somebody just said, the Bucks are, you know, at the doorstep of getting him. You've got to act now, whatever the case may be. And um, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. It's kind of a little uh, behind the scenes of. I, I didn't realize how close they were to not getting him. I think the article talks about uh, the way that him and uh, Woody, what's the last, Woody, Woody Johnson, Johnson, some of the, the some of the wrangling they had to, do. and then Mangini, who well, was the coach at the, the time, genius,
0: yeah.
1: How he tailored a lot of their practice and their camp post Favre acquisition really softened it up because Mangini was kind of a taskmaster. Mm-hmm. And players didn't like that. Mangini was on his final leg anyway. He ended up getting fired. And he softened uh, training camp because that's what Brett wanted.
0: Well, remember, too, what, like uh, a week before the trade happened when Mark Murphy flew to Mississippi to meet with him, and that was when the, it was the Murphy, marketing
1: deal— And he took uh, uh, James Campin yeah, with him, yeah, right? Because yeah, yep, yep, Campin, yep. a former lineman was for Favre way back in he the used day. used to go
0: hunting with him. Yep, and, yep. Uh, and, and they offered him the marketing deal, which— Basically, just take this twenty million bucks. Stay retired. (laughs) Don't create
1: this mess for us. They just handed him the briefcase of cash, pushed it across the table. Smooth. Just take it. Smooth. (laughs) What did they?
0: What was? What was? It was a second round pick. Third. Third. Yeah. A third
1: round pick. Do we remember who that became? Yeah, that's. I was just going to ask you <laughs> who who was that third round pick.
0: Evidently, no one, because otherwise we'd be saying, "Well, this is a guy that the Packers got for Brett Favre." Jets got off to a pretty good start. There's they were the picture. Let's see. <laughs> that look on his face. Yeah. Just uh, oh, <sighs> welcome is, to work Does that need a thought bu- bubble that says <laughs> I've made a huge uh, mistake? Well, the video was the best too, and the lead up to it because you could see he was really like yep.
1: All right, let's get this over with. In the week after, he met with New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg. They had a big ceremony for him. I think he even uh, rang the bell on Wall Street.
0: Oh, here we go. The draft pick, in a way, became Clay Matthews. In a way?
1: Packers
0: acquired a conditional draft pick uh, that would have been a first-rounder. If the Jets made the playoffs in the 2008 season, they didn't, so they received a third. That pick, along with another third and second-round pick, were traded to the Patriots for a first-rounder. Can we say who the Patriots drafted? (laughs) To take Clay Matthews. All right, well, thanks. And Favre was the cover athlete of Madden that year, too, I remember, in a Packers jersey. And so this was... Right before the season, obviously a couple of weeks before, so I remember they did something where you could like download a new sleeve of <laughs> him in I'm a Jets at it right jersey. Now, it's yeah.
1: incredible. <laughs> I'm looking at both <laughs> pictures, and it all it, it all it all came together so you know quickly his pads were still like his packers pads yeah. so wet when he's practicing more importantly, when he's playing and you can still see kind of like the the, the shoulder pads and they're gold yeah. because it's it's just it's the equipment that he always had but i would say jets got off they were like 8 were, and 3 yeah. 8 and yeah. 2 at yeah, the yeah, start of the year yeah and then the they year. just
0: the last month of the season
1: 9 and 7 they, they, they
0: got finished. hurt and farv because Favre was his arm. like an MVP the first half of the season. Yep. And then, yeah, the bicep, right? Right, Where right. it was just the last six games were a disaster.
1: Players, in, in that article I mentioned, players talk about how we noticed, you know, 10, 11 games in, velocity dropped, that ball wasn't whistling over the heads of the linemen in practice anymore, and he clearly wasn't healthy. And Mangini was fired after that year, well, I believe. There
0: was the whole... <laughs> mm. Uh, mm. And oh, there was another incident also. Apropos with, yeah. I guess, what's going on oh, now. Oh, I forgot
1: about that. The texting of the- She was just on uh, the
0: Sports Illustrated Media podcast a couple weeks ago and talked about it. Jen Sturger. Sturger. Yeah. Sturger? Yes. Of the un-so- allegedly unsolicited texts mm-hmm. she received from Brett Favre, which are notable for a pair of Crocs. <laughs> That's right, the Crocs. <laughs> and she she talked on uh, that on the SI media podcast about basically being public enemy number 1 for taking down or at least dinging the reputation of Brett Favre. and just think of that happened today
1: and oh, how differently uh, that would be yeah that that'd be a lot different we talk about society being, oh, could, oh. even now you view it differently oh yeah back, back then it was more in a Wait, joking gotta, way. I, rem- uh-huh. I remember uh, there far being far jokes far about it, yeah. Now? <laughs> Could you imagine if that
0: was now? Would, so he, who would he remember the tagline of tossing picks and texting chicks? <laughs> oh, careful. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Careful. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. Ten years ago. We are the master of the pick in oh, ways. Oh, careful.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. Oof. What have I done in the last 10 years?
1: <laughs> 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, August 6, 2008. Brett Favre traded to the Jets. I knew a bunch of people, too, that had the Favre jersey. Jets. Like, come yeah. on. Well, they wore him to Packers games. Mm-hmm. Well, and the and the, the first Packers-Vikings game. The fir- well, the first Packers-Vikings game was on the road. Monday night. But then the second one, mm-hmm. when he came to Lambeau and rough uh you don't remember it i don't know of course well, you were you, no you, no you i were, i just I, were I double
1: digits by then.
0: yeah no i there are plenty of things i remember from that i don't remember much of farve's tenure with uh the with the packers or vikings or, or jets the only thing i remember about him with the vikings was again because i was watching the game because of the bears was Corey wooten ending his
1: career basically Oh, you remember the, the NFC Championship game.
0: Oh. Uh, the, uh, was that the pick over the middle? Okay, so... It's not Detroit, man. that the it's pick the like Super you Bowl. don't remember Paul Allen's call? You... You don't remember? I'm trying, Paul. I remember the play. I'm trying to remember the call because there's another Paul He's, Allen call that I have in mind when Blair Walsh missed the kick. Well, that's That's not even which the best which one Paul is Paul Allen calls is when you've got to be kidding me. The Favre and the Nate Pool. Which which one is him saying you've got to be kidding me? That's, Favre. Yeah. Okay, that one I. That's know. why that's, I said what I said. Okay. He said yeah. he goes. This is not Detroit. This is not man, Detroit, This is the man. Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Okay. And the yes. Nate Pool. You could have
1: taken a knee. And kicked a 52-yard <laughs> <the> field goal. <laughs> the
0: Nate Poole with the,
1: there are Vikings players crying on the field. <laughs> the Vikings have been eliminated from the playoffs. Isn't, it, isn't Paul Allen also the voice of, like, a horse track up there? Isn't oh, God. I think that's his side job because I've heard him on uh, – He's on the, he's, he's on the ra- he's he's on radio. He's on the radio host ESPN also, affiliate. yeah. yeah. Paul, and, uh, How old would you uh, guess Paul uh, Allen is? Deceivingly young. I'll say fifty. 51, I'll say. yeah. I think he's a lot younger than you think. He sounds older. He's been doing it for a while. I don't have an answer. I was just curious. <laughs> Fun fact: <laughs> I used to.
0: I, I used wow. to, uh, right around this time, from like 08 oh, to I don't know, probably 2011. Mm-hmm. I used to listen to a lot. Well, we've talked about this. Of I, I, I would listen to a lot of sports talk radio. And some of it would be from down south, but I would also listen to KFan, to KFan with Paul Allen, especially a Monday after the Vikings lost, and WFAN all the time. Mm-hmm. I I can't do WFAN. KARS cars
1: for kids. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that was cars. that's everywhere. That was everywhere. so. Paul Allen gets the Viking. Do you have his? You can tell us how old Paul Allen is. No, I said I
0: don't actually have the number. Oh my God.
1: Can you tell me what year he got the Vikings job? Do you know who was offered, as the yes, story goes, I, I the Vikings job that ultimately went to Paul Allen?
0: I'll let you tell him. But yes, tell it's me a the story. Great story.
1: All right, tell me the story. It's the voice of the Badgers, Matt Lapay. Really, Matt Lapay was. Th- this is the. This is the, the. As the rumor as and Matt Lapay was offered the Vikings job. He asked if he could still do Badgers games and then just commute up there, make all his Vikings Sunday or travel commitments as broadcasters do. Wayne Larrabee did it for many years, jet-setting wherever and 24-hours notice. They said no, and LePay turned it down so that he could maintain his Badgers duties. And I've met him once he yeah. seems like an authentically good genuine person. Come and on. if that story is true
0: then that would speak to it. So I can't find his age, but I got to believe it's like 50 early yeah. 50s. Okay. Um but whoever brought it up uh previously called horse races yes. at oh. different locations <laughs> throughout the US. I got to find video. Until he this. came to Canterbury Park in Shakopee, Minnesota in 95. Allen was both criticized and praised by Vikings fans for ripping into Brett Favre (laughs) after he threw an interception in the 2009 NFC Championship that ultimately kept them out of the Super Bowl, Uh, coined the phrase Minneapolis Miracle when the Vikings beat the Saints on the last play of the playoffs last year. Known for his over-the-top emotional calls, such as the aforementioned 2009 NFC Championship, the... 2003 Vikings Cardinals regular season finale and the 2015 wild card playoff between the Vikings and the Seahawks with the Blair Walsh.
1: There is, speaking of the Blair Walsh play, there's video, and I don't know who's taking it, if it was his engineer or somebody else, but there's cell phone footage from right behind Paul Allen and whoever does color for the Vikings. So you can actually hear his call of the missed field goal and you a can the video, and you okay and you can watch his physical reaction as the field goal is missed. It's great. I'm watching it right now. He, right now he's leaning over. The kick's about to happen. The kick goes wide left and, and he leans back and stands up and he is just going berserk right
0: now. <laughs> he is he is yelling out the window. He's standing up. He looks like he's about to make a tackle.
1: Like he's in an athletic position. Yeah.
0: And then he just stands up and goes silent.
1: What do you think of his style as a play-by-play guy? I'm you, not gonna lie, I like it.
0: I like him when it's just. I, I like a little energy. His normal call.
1: I don't know. He, right. he, he's good. Well, but I, I'm, I'm talking about when, when he. Um, oh god. Um, <laughs> if it's memorable, it's there good. It yeah. yeah. If it's memorable, it's good, right? That's I don't know.
0: <laughs> he just he looks so dejected. when it's he just stands straight up, takes like three steps backwards. He's like oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I, I can play it. Um, Do you want me to play it? I'm not gonna it <laughs> uh, one, i not going to give me the satisfaction. I talked to Ashton about this the other day and said, uh, Better Call Saul returned to the airwaves last night, and that show... Is widely considered the best, if not the best, one of the best spinoff shows of all time.
1: Well, we talked spinoffs at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Facts of Life from from Breaking Bad.
0: So, um, first of all, it's great. I said, can you think of like a a spinoff in the sports world? Really, the only thing that comes to mind would be like, the Vikings being a spin off of the Packers with the Ryan Longwell and far oh, and sharper you, well, yeah, and Greg I, Jennings. I was trying teams. To, to get a like a parameters here cuz I was my, trying to think of stuff like that like what was the uh, my example the, the Redskins when Steve Spurrier went there and took everyone with him and had Danny Werfel as his starting quarterback and what 2000 Okay so you're talking straight up like it's a same, same spin off Okay well, that's my, what a spin off is I know, you but, take a part of the cast and Replicate, okay. only two lesser my, results. My, my exa- one of my examples to you was the 2004 Lakers with Gary Payton.
1: Spinoff of what? Though? That's, that's why people. I was – I'm just trying to think of, you know, re – The Western Conference all stuff. Oh, basically. <laughs> yeah, you know, there you go. <laughs> yeah, thank, you, thank you, Scott. Thank you. Finally somebody here has my back. <laughs> wow. Well, I think I – got to think this – Oh, the about.
0: Washington Nationals. That's the greatest spinoff in sports history. <laughs> <laughs> From the Expos. <laughs>
1: I think in order to have a spinoff, you need to have a coach or a general manager who-
0: That takes players with, Right. yeah.
1: I mean, because- Like any given Sunday when the coach left
0: and took Willie Beeman with him.
1: Great movie. I mean, you can find teams that have a good deal of- I mean, I think of the Brewers. How many Royals do they have? I think they have five or six Royals. Even guys- I forgot- There there are guys that were in the system. Yeah. I think it's seven. Seven guys that were
0: in the system at one point. Jeffress, Kane, Pena- L- Scope, I believe, at one point either played with Pena, not on the Royals, or was in the Royals minor league organization. Moustakis. Moustakis. Where did they get Will Smith from?
1: Good question. He blew a save the other night. That was funny. That's a good question. Did they get him from Atlanta, or is he in Atlanta now? He's in San Fran. No, he's, he's a- in San Fran. They got him from the Bra- – or did they trade him to the –
0: they Straight traded him to the, the Giants. Giants and he stayed. He's still with the Giants. Yeah,
1: I think they got him from the Braves, Didn't they? Uh, they there's, there's a
0: picture of him in a Royals uniform here. Yeah, Let's I check thought out got career. Him from the Royals. Uh, yes, 2012,
1: 2013, he pitched with the Royals.
0: I mean, maybe. the well, Brewers you, are a spinoff of the. Brewers. Could you not okay. say that
1: that Royals team was a spinoff of the Brewers when you had Ned Yost, spin spinoff
0: of the spinoff, and then that, Escobar, yeah, yeah. Kane, and, and th- that would be like the the Better Call Saul to the Brewers Breaking Bad too of like, holy crap, okay. this this is, is better, better than the other than version. the other,
1: yes, because Ned Ned knows what he's doing, he's not puckering up once we hit game one fifty, I mean, <laughs> I mean, th- hmm. I can't believe he's still there. <laughs> Look, if
0: he <laughs> survived that fall, I he can s- survive. <laughs> Not the fall. That, that fall. that fall. I thought you were going to say, look, if you know anything about baseball, <laughs> no. you know. No. Hey, Mike no.
1: Bethini had a job for a while. I root for Ned Yost now. Ned Yost won the World Series. That's still. There, there's just a loop
0: of worst Vikings moments ever <laughs> that came on from that channel. we were. So Paul Allen couldn't have been there for the no, Gary Anderson. No, he wasn't in there yeah, for, okay. no or was that was what 98? I thought I, I was looking digging I thought I saw 2003 but I'm still digging. Okay, well yeah, that would make sense cuz he would he couldn't have been there. otherwise we'd be that would be another famous
1: Paul Allen. No, his first on the scene was the I don't remember hearing Paul Allen until the Fire of interception. So you have oh, to go Oh, you all. don't
0: remember the Nate Pool?
1: What was his call for Nate Pool? Um, oh, I, you're right, it, but it wasn't as yeah. You're, you're right. I do. It was like touchdown, and then screaming
0: no. The Vikings have been eliminated from the playoffs.
1: But back to your spinoff thing. Is there any other basketball, football? No, I think I think it was the Brewers Royals. You usually have to look at a coach because then the coach will bring or a GM maybe. Will bring his guys over to the new team.
0: And how many? How many would have to? Because I'm thinking of like when the Celtics. No, that wouldn't work. I was thinking KG and Pierce being on the Nets, but that was a trade, and that doesn't count as like two players, anyways. This is a tough one. Contact just fell out (laughs) of the air. (laughs) (laughs) See if I can. What's? uh, I can't watch that.
1: My eyes water just watching somebody else. You wear glasses. Sometimes when I feel like it.
0: So you, you don't do contacts? No. Okay, I'm with. I'm. I'm with you. Okay. And it's you know what? My text.
1: eyes, by the way, my eyes grow weaker when I wear my glasses, let's oh. say, for two or three straight days. Really? I yes. feel the same way. Yes. I if I way? don't, my eyes right now are stronger than it, it, Yeah. Well, here's the, the funny thing. I have like 20-20 vision. <laughs> it's but for fashion. No, no, no. There's a film here. So right now, if I'm looking at the computer so screen it's, 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 it's for
0: protection. It's for protection. No, nah, shut up. So <laughs> There's a film in between the two panes of two pieces of glass. There's a little film, and it, for some reason it helps. Yeah, it's called more glass. It helps my eye focus. So right now I'm looking at everything. It's it's all a little blurry. Like and you don't it's don't not have in 20 focus. 20
1: <laughs> 20 I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> the doctor said <laughs> I have 20-20 <laughs> vision.
0: <Did> that <laughs> doctor did a great job of selling glasses. Then if that's did the, the, the doctor, case. Have yeah, well, doctor 20, 20 vision.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gone there in three years. So How boring. can you say I have twenty twenty vision? Listen, but let me just tell you, when I take my glasses off. Right now, it's I a little can blurry. See, I can what? see. No, no, it's just not focused.
0: I can see. That's fine, not 2020
1: vision. But it's
0: not blurry either. You know what the meaning of perfect is? <laughs> Listen, I'm not the doctor. <laughs> like I just tell you what the doctor 15. says. Did Did Jimmy Johnson take a lot of guys with him to Miami? I feel like no. Because because D- that was remo- Dallas, that was a couple of years removed. Was no, no, from Dallas to from Miami. From Dallas to
1: Miami, or was that immediate? No, because he went to Fox. Jimmy Johnson was, well, he's still on Fox. He but, still is, but yeah. he was but on Fox. After, yeah, he, I thought he went Fox Dolphins left, back to came Fox. back. By the way, that Fox NFL Sunday that is as close to. One day I started thinking about how many of all those Sunday morning shows have the original cast in place. I think Fox is as close yeah, to having so all Manif- the originals. Or who's the? Well, you've got it's
0: Kurt Menefee, Terry Bradshaw the host now, right? Yeah. So that that's really the only change, and it's still.
1: Yeah. Howie. Howie, Bradshaw, Jimmy Johnson was there at the beginning. Strahan's on Fox, right? Yep. Now they added him. I'm just trying to think of the lineup. Strahan's on Fox. Remember then at some point you had Ronnie Lott was on, and then he was bad. I think when they lost Jimmy Johnson, they brought on Ronnie Lott. Then Collinsworth was there. Mm -hmm. Collinsworth was on NBC way back in the day when they had football. Then Collinsworth. Was in the studio, and they went out and put him in the three man booth with Aikman and Buck. Remember, it was Aikman, Buck, and Collins were? Yep. The clock continues to run via... Oh, here it is. 16 15. See, they have to go deep into the end zone. We better put some people in the end zone, right, Joe? That's exactly right. Okay, there's nobody there. inside the 10. Get back, Here it is.
0: The season's on the line. Two receivers left and right. McCown
2: takes the snap. He steps up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! No! No! The Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs. I believe it was caught by Nate Poole. He's being mugged by his Cardinal teammates. (laughs) They're Minnesota Vikings crying on the field.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's great. you're right. I reme-
0: remember that, that game first... though at oh uh, at Lambo where all the people in the suites had turned around the TV cuz the Packers was it the Broncos they just obliterated they Bowl needed to them. win and needed
1: uh, the Vikings Green, to lose yeah Green had like a 98
0: like, yard right run off the bat yep. yeah and all the people in the suites turned around the TV so everybody mm-hmm. could watch the end of that game Well and Nate and Poole got a key to the city at Green
1: Bay <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne and Larry yeah to this day, I know, but Wayne still talks about it. They started doing play-by-play, play-by-play for that. of the yeah. Cardinals-Vikings uh, game off a monitor somewhere because that game was more important yeah. at that point. Yeah, the Packers game was over. i have to
0: find no That was audio a, of that. That yeah. There's been a lot of games like that with the Packers, where they've had to wait the for Nancy the outcome. The Yancy Thigpen game too. That was
1: what ninety. It was Christmas Eve. I still watch that I, I've called that oh, yeah. clip up from time to time 94 He I catch he, the thing with the Yancey thigpen Pen game yeah Christmas Eve of 94 yeah. the thing with the Thigpen Pen game is that he had it for so long that you could you know sometimes plays happen so fast your mind and your body can't react and it's just he had a catch for so long you see it. That synapse crosses into your mind, your brain tells the rest of your body, he caught it, you lose, it registers, you feel badly, then he drops it, and you win the game it He had it for so long. you got it, yeah, you do. I think that's uh char uh who's on the call there char Charlie Jones, oh, you're not Neil
0: O'Donnell, the quarterback,
1: yeah. I thought you were going to play the audio. Well, have I mean, you been playing audio. Well, I mean, my- Can you give play-by-play? Can we not? Well, we probably shouldn't, but... A
0: man Caught it and turned.
1: A-
2: <laughs> I
1: think Fig Pen led the league in receptions that year, and he dropped it. Oh. The old Charlie Jones. I think it was him and uh, Randy Cross on the call. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a lot of those Christmas type moments. That game um, was it the well no the pool one was the last weekend of the season so that had to be around it was New like Gators. right after
0: Christmas. You had right before Christmas. It was what the twenty second I think the Favre game for his dad when they beat yes. the Raiders on Monday night. I thought that game was like in October. It was earlier in the no, season. No, that was right before Christmas. Was it? I'm pretty sure <sighs> it was earlier. It was December twenty second. Wow! Because I remember coming back from college <laughs> for Christmas break and watching it at a bar with my friends. Good memory. What date? What did you say? Twenty second. Twenty third. Wow. Wow. Yeah, there was that.
1: The Yancey Thigpen, the Nate Poole. I feel like there's been a couple others, otherwise I wouldn't... Have s- um. Just
0: kidding, it was the 22nd.
1: Oh, oh wow! Oh, Sorry. Got the- it. <laughs> I was, was double-checking oh, that. You put your glasses on. <laughs> you saw the thing. I, uh
0: <laughs> They were all the...
1: You we know, <laughs> couldn't focus on the number. Didn't they, beat the, didn't they beat the Bears on a Christmas... No,
0: that- yeah, well, they played the Bears on Christmas Day, because that's when me and our entrepreneurial... Uh, entrepreneurial. <laughs> entrepreneurial. Come on, <laughs> you can do it. Try it again. That's Four when times. him and I were running the Packers games, and it was the year Tasty that- treats. <laughs> Entrep- <laughs> hey. It was the year that the Packers played, because I think that was the same year that Sue uh, stomped TJ Le- or Evan Dietrich-Smith, because the Packers played Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day, and New Year's Day. So, w- having to work three holidays, our old boss at the time said, if you guys, what? If you guys, by the way, it was his birthday last week, I shared some texts with him. You did? Oh, Yeah. Not a heartless guy, Scott. Wait a minute! Well, that's up for debate minute. most
1: of the time. You offered him a birthday text. Yeah, he's done the same to me. So really? I reciprocated. Yeah. The two of you are that
0: close. No, no, no. Even that, Scott. It's like once a year that we twice
1: at most. Really? Yeah. I did not know that you guys are still. That's very nice oh. of you, Justin. I'm a little pr- wow. Kind of proud. Although Keeping he does mind. have a track record for building strong. Bonds outside of the workplace so, with, with supervisors. He had said
0: to us. <laughs> he shops his heart around. That, uh, look, if you guys are both fine with it, if one of you works one of the games entirely by yourself, right, right. you can take one of them off. So he took off Christmas Day. I took off New Year's Day. And my parents have season tickets for the Packers. The green package, too. Not the gold, the two games, whatever. You never
1: hear a lot about the green package. Right. You
0: always hear about the gold package though. So they have season tickets which I haven't <laughs> used for eleven years now because I'm working on game days. And I remember finding out maybe a week, two weeks before of okay, I'm I'm gonna have off on New Year's Day and texting my mom. I don't have to work, so I'll use the tickets for this upcoming week. And she said, Who is this? And- <laughs> Close, <laughs> she said, I sold them yesterday. Oh no! So, years later, I told another old boss of our, Well, in the case of Ashton and I, still somewhat current, the great Carl Mall. He and I were oh, very sharing good stories over stuff. Uh, one day when I was in his office and I told him, You know, Carl, I don't think I ever told you, my parents have season tickets. Uh, the year that we each took one game off, I told my mom. I don't have to work. I'll use the tickets. And she said, well, "I just sold them." And I mean, just to illustrate how great of a guy <laughs> he is, he looked disappointed and like buried his head in his hands and said, "What? Well, why didn't you tell me? I could have given you better seats. You could have oh, come man. up. You could have come up into the box with us. You could have hung uh, out. You
1: could have hung Carl. out with the
0: team. Oh. With could've the been, rock. Hey guys." Remember me? You gonna, gonna, they're gonna hear your voice and look at you and be like, Matt doesn't match." You, you could have handed
1: Scottie? Wayne his live
0: reads. Oh, or whatever that was that fell that day. Pens, pens <laughs> I believe you dropped this. Could have picked it up for him. Could have picked it up for him. <laughs> could have hung out with Scotty. You could have done the stats. Oh, I could have done the stats. It's a tough job. You could have done it though. Oh, oh,
1: that's gotta be a. T- that's trying to that's- weasel my
0: way into that last year, or I'm um, sorry, in the upcoming years, try to weasel my way into that. You know what I I really somewhat related the stats before uh, before it was taken out back and put out of its mercy. The thing that I really enjoyed about the high school football games and calling them, I prided myself in Mm -hmm. being able to read. Uh, well, one a tremendous call and your research, your pregame research, Research, absolutely had to do it. Had to do it. There's one game I got burned on. Never again.
1: What happened? What do you mean? You got burned out.
0: So we would reach out to the coaches and yep. try and get information. Which blah, at blah, the high blah. school level is, is pretty difficult.
1: much. It, but it's the only way you're going to get information. It's on all the or team. nothing because
0: yep. either some coaches are sure I'll give you whatever you need, yep. the others ignore you.
1: And you can't go to a website and oh here's. Well, all there. you and,
0: can, but that's but, not but you have to pay. so not always. So that's where I got burned. Was we reached out, nothing from the coaching staff. So one team gave us stuff, the other didn't. And I had to use one of those websites, and they didn't update numbers, so the whole game I'm calling this kid as the quarterback. Turns out who I'm calling had been injured like week one, hadn't played for weeks, and wasn't a quarterback. But you made it sound good.
1: And if you oh. sold it, if you're going to be wrong, at least be consistent. Well, there were complaints that flowed. Oh, there were complaints.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. That's how I found out about it. That's why
1: the, that's why you, the program no longer exists. Yeah, and you, haven't, you haven't called a game since.
0: That's not true either. Can Uh, we confirm that? Yes, that was three years ago. Anyway, what I was saying was I got so good, especially at one of these stadiums where we had a perfect vantage point, I got so good that the PA announcer that we would usually be sitting next to as we did the call, he'd wait for me to make the call before he said who carried the ball because I was that fast. Wow. Were you sitting next to him? I just say. A well, lot of, how,
1: I mean, I'm just trying to figure out how yes. else would they wait for him? You know, on that high school beat, a lot of the guys will wait for the public address announcer mm-hmm. to address the who opposite. was the carrier or the tackler, and then they will, oh, it was Joe Smith. you know.
0: Thank you for explaining the concept. I did the opposite because then you could hear the PA guy. Taylor was, Whitehead with the carry, six yards. Taylor Whitehead, ball carrier, six yard good. The PA guy. was you ever was mess with the
1: Justin. PA guy? <laughs> just say a random name.
0: I was doing like nine yards. So I six. caught on. I caught on that he was doing that, <laughs> and then at halftime, when we were playing a, a taped interview, uh, I said something about it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're a lifesaver. You got good eyes." And I said something like, you <laughs> "You're pretty double, lazy. <laughs> you, you better double check some of it in the second half because I made up one kid's name, <laughs> and he just had this look of horror. That's incredible," and said. Are you kidding? Like, I feel like somebody would have like thrown a hot dog at them or something if they would have you'd heard be it. Surprised with some of these high school sports? Yeah, I think people would have been upset. I'm serious. Well the other thing I missed too. So Parents like are... half hmm? of these high schools, their concession stand is Chick fil A. What? Yeah. Since, oh. Like it's actual like, like they, they just, just go buy Chick fil A sandwiches and sell them. Yeah. What? There's some that had really, really good spread. Some used, of them I'm would used give to like to you bags of chips and games. Some of them would give it to you for free, like "Oh, thanks for coming out here and calling the game." I'd always wear my WTMJ polo, so they knew. Nice, and uh, <laughs> some of them not so much. I it, it was like food. would do. I think it was McQuanigo. One of the schools. The now setup. he's name dropping. It was. <laughs> I oh, know. Yeah. He wants all the school. Now all <laughs> going to start showing up McQuonigo. to games. Like, hey, I talked about you. It was. Uh, I apologize for all the listeners out there, but uh, either McQuanago or Muskego, it was like this house that was built, which was basically your broadcast booth. It was like a storage shed, and you went upstairs, house, and whatever. It was a weird setup, but they would like turn it into a tailgate and like bring in all this food. Like, mm-hmm. here's brownies and cookies, and we brought chili and hot dogs. <laughs> and you're like, oh man, I want that, but can't eat it on the air.
1: You can't. You can, and your commercial breaks aren't long enough oh, to oh,
0: sixty seconds, yeah. if that. Sometimes the spots wouldn't play, and we're back. You uh, couldn't do like
1: one bite at a time over a course uh, of an hour.
0: A, a true professional knows you don't want to either. You get hungry you start yeah. choking. The worst. Okay, well, learn to eat. What's first the
1: worst of all. food to eat
0: during a break? Chili's probably not great. Oh, chili's probably great to have. I don't
1: know. Uh, I don't know if I trust soup. You got to think this through. You have an answer? It's a yes. Okay made this mistake a long time ago. <laughs> wait, like, wait, you, the worst food. What's the worst food? You're calling a game. What is the worst food? Or at least I would have a tough time thinking of. I mean, let's think of something. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich would be my oh, guess. Oh, that's a good one. That That's good, but let's, I mean- Who's bringing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to a broadcast? I 100% would. Let's I think about think of people in this building
0: I that would do that. I would. I'm not going to lie. I love PB&Js. No,
1: think about game, food, concession stand food, a it's traditional- a h- Hot dog? No, no hot dog. I'm trying to think concession stand nah, food. You just, Chips? Joey Chestnut. You Pizza? Just, you know, Nachos? No. What else? Oh, like
0: concession, concession stand. Tacos they sell it in concession where, stands? Where, 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 no. Well, I wanted to go to that I concession stand. Forum, man. They have tacos. Oh, shout out to the Forum. <laughs> no. I hope to experience it's it. It's popcorn. Popcorn. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then it gets in your... Oh, throat. you better you believe it. Tickle. Yeah. you get the yeah, tickle, yeah. I don't like popcorn. You get the yeah. kernel.
1: You get that, yep. that kind of... <laughs> <laughs> you got this and going it's on. there
0: <laughs> for a minute where you're like... uh.
1: And you and you can't so and did it's, you, it's it's just welded to the back of your when throat. You did, when you ate popcorn and
0: made this this, uh, made this almost mistake. fatal mistake, did you realize like as you took the first
1: bite, you're like, oh, this is not gonna end well? Or, I like, remember, like, did it take a couple of bites? Well, well it was it's never just one, it's always yeah, like well, you just have no, a I'm, piece of popcorn. But one no I took like your handful, take a handful and you you, you took throw a handful in. I was working and with I was working with a guy at a time. Oh, was this a game
0: with a super fan? No.
1: No, no. No, this was back in my D3 days. <laughs> so, I'm calling a basketball, had to have a short break, put it in my mouth and all of a sudden and it's not and I and I, I the, the the play starts, the game st- continues and I'm calling it but it's 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 not going anywhere. And then I start I start pounding the table cuz I need I need <laughs> I need not- my analyst. I I have no, I'm nothing to drink. Which was stupid, too. If you're going to do that, at least I have something to drink. So I start.
0: <laughs> like Kramer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I started hitting the table and pointing my throat. And then I just kill him. I, go, I, need, I need water. I, I need water. He takes off to the concession stand, brought me water. Yeah, it was horrible. And I've never had popcorn during Wait, a broadcast ever since. And that was. Was it in the middle of a call? When when you that you needed water, game. yeah, my voice oh. was slowly getting a little bit more choked mm-hmm. and choked and then choked. You can and start choked. To feel you the can tickle f- rise. You can feel it. And you clear
0: your throat; It doesn't work. And I had uh, my Did worst had experience issue? was probably. I think I told both of you this. I think when I was in college and worked up north in the Coulee region in Lacrosse, mm. I was doing a game between two of the high schools there, and I'm not from the area, so I don't know. Any of the families or anyone like, oh, yeah, obviously it's that kid. So, I, same thing where I reached out to the coaches, didn't hear anything, showed up to the game and was looking to get a roster. They didn't have them. I'm like, how do you not have a roster here? And this was basketball. So, like, you got to be kidding me. And the panic sets in of, what am I going to do? I don't know any of these kids' names. I don't know anything about these two schools. It was one of the first games I did there. So I just started making up names. So for the entire first half of the broadcast, I was just like, okay, this kid's Johnson, that kid's Williams, and just made up names, called it. Finally at halftime, same thing where we played a canned interview or something, an assistant coach walks up to me looking very angry and just (laughs) slaps down the roster sheet. Like, well, I, asked I asked for this, for this yeah. days ago. I asked for it earlier today. You could have avoided this. What kind of names were you making of? Like just like Johnson, basic, and Jones yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Here's Miller, Williams, and- Johnson, Jones, Jackson. Well, I, I was like, I knew some of the f- kids on the football team from doing those games too. Like, maybe I'll just use some of those names that I know. Great, right, you might get lucky. Like, well, they might Macabllo. be on the field. In the corner for three. How did the assistant coach know (laughs)
1: that you were struggling? Could he hear? Um,
0: Well, we were broadcast on the radio, so maybe a parent told him. I don't know. But he did not. (laughs) Somehow. Just the... Slaps it down. <laughs> did you like give him a thumbs up and say, Oh, thanks, man? Or... Thanks, dude. <laughs> did, he, did he flip you off back? So let me ask you. Post
1: game it... interview uh, after? No? no? All right. Okay. See so, so here's like good question. Good <laughs> so the second half. There's a uh, halftime? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> the half <laughs> a so the second half starts. What happened to the names so we knew? So the second half starts yeah. and you use the correct names. Yes. <laughs> Thus the audience <laughs> is going, What happened oh, to where's Martinez? <laughs> He's got 14 points. Wait a minute. He didn't score in the first half. Where's Jones? Why is Jackson <laughs> sitting on the bench? He has 36 points. Yeah. Oh, Where's Smith? Is that what did. you did? Yeah. Did you just have the coach t- take – well, he has benched his entire <laughs> – t- yeah, You should have You should have done that. You should have gone with the storyline. Uh, I up. have
0: never seen this before. What? Strange development. They've benched their entire first eight players, <laughs> and they've gone way deep in the bench <laughs> here. The JV team is now – Luckily in high bad. school, you can dress 30 players, so they've gone
1: to their deep bench.
0: Wow. Hard to believe I made it out of
1: there. <laughs> what would have been great is if you would have decided to slowly phase out the names oh, of the bad like guys. every other like, one. Fouls out. Williams just Williams, Williams just, Williams just, just out. picked out. up his fifth. Here comes oh, the he's, he's hurt. He's got a straight damage. It goes Disgusting. Smith. Oh, looks Weed. like he blew out a knee. He's going to be when, carted uh, off.
0: <laughs> when I worked for that station, which, uh, again, I've told you the story. I look back at it and, oh, man, all the talent that was at that station. There's myself. Then there was you. Two other people who have done some pretty prominent things. I don't think I can name one of them. Can you rhyme their names? Would that be probably giving it away? Rhymes with Ron. (laughs) I thought you were just giving their name. Ron (laughs) Bodius. Oh, gotcha. And uh, former kicker for the Cleveland Browns. (laughs) Same name. The three of us, I mean, well, everything we've accomplished so far, went on. We worked at that station together at the same time. Only three employees it had. And when we all left, station no longer exists. Maybe it was because of the ramifications but from what you would, guys so did. So we would call basketball, football. We did a local show for two hours a day. And uh, <laughs> we would do the lacrosse night train, which was... What, the lowest level of indoor football. I used to run the what mic. What the hell is that? Mic, I'd hang it, what, night train? The lacrosse night train? No longer in existence, but it was not the arena league or indoor football Why league. that a team think name? I think like 10 levels lower than that. So like That's semi-pro were, indoor oh, football. Yeah, yeah. So Thanks. we'd do all that stuff. And a lot of the time, I mean, just to tell you the, the pay on radio, I still remember to this day. When I started working there, I would work like 40 hours a week in college because we had no one. And I started there as a board op, so I would board up. We were an ESPN affiliate, and we had the rights to Major League Baseball, obviously. So like during the playoffs, when there was four games a day, the rarity when they'd have that. Just hanging out. I'd get to the station, yeah, like 11 a.m., go to class in the morning, maybe skip a class, Get to the station at like 11 or noon. There until like 1 or 2 in the morning, couple of days. I remember my first day showing up, um, board-opping a Badger game, and show up to the station like, yeah, just show up at 8.30 or something like that because this was when it was uh, 7.30 because this is when they did three-hour pregame for Badgers. Show up at 7.30 and we'll show you around, blah, blah, blah. So I show up at 7.30. The guy that I was taking over for, or who was training me, was hungover and wanted to go home. So I show up, and he said, "Is that one of the other two guys?" He was like, basically, that was his last day. Show up. (laughs) My training was: this is where the commercials come. This is where the game comes. You just pod that down and hit this when he calls for break. When the game's over, just go to the basement and change the satellite. I'm out of here. Wow. What? Did you screw up? Do you remember? No, no, no. But because I was the only competent one, I basically had to do everything. Mm, I made five amazing. fifteen an hour. Nice working there. How was it two thousand three ish? Yes. Was this the same station where some uh, coupons went missing? <laughs> was that the same station? I don't know about that. <laughs> plead the fifth. Uh, yeah, we'll plead the fifth on that. And when I did games, the talent fee was twenty five bucks. Wow. So that's when you were just rolling in it. But we would do and games, the three of us. This was you, Don
1: Barius? Sure. And and rhymes with Billy Cundiff. <laughs> rhymes with Oh, you said former bronze kicker. <laughs> yeah. Luke rhymes, Rosa. Who is rhymes with Matt Stover. Bill Clawson. Oh, gotcha. Uh How's he doing, by the way? How's Mr. I think pretty doing? good. I
0: believe he's uh, getting into the brewery business last really? time. Really? Yeah. It's a risky business. Yeah. So. I was thinking uh, when you guys were talking. We would Scott, split. Yeah. I was saying when Scott was talking about getting the Cornell stuck in a strut, I was thinking Brutal. of to a time when I was a engineering. Kernel. Like, like at Ivy League it's League school. <laughs> it's a colonel. It's pronounced Cornell. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, there was a time highest rank in the <laughs> I believe. during a recent Bucks game when I was engineering
0: uh, and you were in studio and Uh-oh. I believe uh, the I, well, I, believe it, I believe the mic went on and off every four seconds or three. <laughs> okay, it, it was a rough day. So for this your, wasn't me, which <coughs> is funny wasn't
1: because for as many halls lozenges as he goes through during a Bucks I mean, game, it's like how how I go through it like a bag. That's game. what I'm saying.
0: It wasn't me, but yes. So, we had two stations, maybe be similar to what we're going through soon. We had two stations where one was an AM and one was an FM, but we were both ESPN affiliates. So, one would carry The only local show was in the afternoon. So, one was ESPN Wall to Wall. The other was ESPN Wall to Wall, except for two hours a day, and then like a racing show on the weekend, and high school football games. So me and uh, – well, I'll, one of the other two guys were in the station at the same time board-opping on different uh, stations, I think college – or no, 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 the baseball playoffs because it was an overlapping start, and one was on AM, one was on FM. And it was a long day. And <laughs> the studios kind of butted up against each other so we could – just open the window and talk, basically. And he was telling me how bored he was. Like, ah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna jump on here. So and do what? The national feed comes through, and it was, it was like who? Uh, Boog, I think, was doing. Boog, it still. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's been doing them for a while. Yeah, he's been doing ESPN Radio for a long time. So it would be the call of like swinging a drive into the gap, and he would. No way! The mic would turn on. Oh, this looks like trouble. Oh. That's super not good to oh, do. Oh, oh no, no, no! Oh, I God. didn't do this again. Oh, wow. This I know, wasn't I know
1: it's, me. I know. It's just I not even a good idea. I
0: knew. I don't think we should do that. <laughs> That's not a good idea. You didn't need to cut his. Did mic Did it off. for a couple. Of <laughs> 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 did it for a
1: couple of minutes. <laughs> it was like a three-man <laughs> booth for <laughs> <a couple laughs> like the <a laughs> seventh day, the ninth, and like man, the man, third, what fourth, and what fifth
0: broadcast. We had our owner though because we would do multiple high school games when we had the ability with the two stations. So with three people, he the owner would oh, I'm going to do the game <laughs> with one of you which oh. <laughs> It's the boss. What what you picture when you think about that because it would be it, he'd be the color man or the analyst, sorry, and you'd be in the call. <laughs> And a uh, handoff to Taylor Williams. Finds a hole off. Oh, it's going to be a touchdown. And you're <laughs> midway through the call. Was yep, he right or in, wrong? In, in, right, but no, you're okay. still like, okay. Oh, pass left tackle the foot. Touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> Takes it in for the touchdown. <laughs> like. Actually, that's Thanks, I, Mike. That's how I prefer my analysts to be. Just tell me what's going to happen ahead mm. of time. You don't want that? Glory days, man. We had uh, a daily email contest. Yeah. <laughs> This is all... Uh, Enough time has passed. Statue of limitations here, you're good? Uh, We had, yeah... Do you need the grassy knoll bed for any of this, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it up. (laughs) So, theoretically, you're a a college kid and you're poor. We did have a lot of loyal listeners. One was a delivery driver for Pizza Hut. This isn't a grassy knoll thing. This actually happened. No, no. We we don't know that. Maybe. We don't know that. Oh, stuff. One was a delivery driver for Pizza Hut that would bring us pizza during the show. And this, this, this... The studio was like a ranch home At each station was a different room Like a pizza ranch? So he'd just pull up Go to the window (laughs) Hey guys, here you go Oh Cool, thanks Gary That's nice Um, yeah, I mean We had a daily email contest that Maybe I don't know 80% of the time 80% of the week One of our friends won just, Just luck, the luck, of, the, luck was, of the draw. Fries was a free large pizza from Rocky What's the Ricoco's. conspiracy here? I, see, I, I don't it's know not, that- Maybe this happened. I don't maybe know that grassy knoll music fits this maybe moment it happened. in time. I don't. Fine. You know what? No, because I don't think that happened. <laughs> well, it's been long enough, though. If if it had happened, it would have been There was uh, another story where myself and uh, Rhymes with Juan- <laughs> <laughs> You're bad at this. Dottie is- uh You're changing the name. We took whatever. We took the listeners. Yeah, Don Barrios. Because there's a Scroll large on. contingency of Cubs fans in Chicago.
1: Well, so, in Chicago, yeah, well, yeah. I'm sorry.
0: In lacrosse. <laughs> La in La Crosse, A <laughs> large contingency of Cubs fans. Maybe it was because old style was brewed up in cross. Who knows? So we took the listeners on a bus ride down to Wrigley for a oh. Cubs-Pirates game. And it was the two of us that were there to represent the station and I remember just getting after it (laughs) because I was a college kid and you forget I'm here on business so I was just taking advantage of the drink specials drinking on the way down there and I think he was equally popped so finally it's like the fourth inning and it's Oh, we got to call in and give a report on the game. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> so uh, fly remember, ball I, I, went I remember, over. Oh no no! Well, you, like hey yeah, he down here with the listeners. Great time. We're in the third inning and Cubs have stormed ahead five to three on an Aramis Ramirez home run. Like no condition to do that. <laughs> that total. I remember, I, we drew straws and I had to be the one to give the update. I was hung up on after like forty seconds. Okay, yeah, you? he's down there with our listeners. How's it going? Disaster. We're gonna let you go. That's Do you a have, long. You I don't remember memories? what I said. Not even forty close? seconds is a long time to realize. Oh, this isn't good. Well, maybe you started off and then you just yeah, kind of trailed and started mumbling and probably not. It was the sixth inning, but you said it was the fifth. The third. Those were the days, man. Just collecting, well, like eighty-dollar checks for oh. a thirty-hour work week and radio. Before we got here, do you want to do some Bucks and Six? There's some news that happened today. Uh, well, I thought you had a. I did my grassy knoll already. Oh, that was it. That was the yeah. My grassy knoll was that about the Urban Meyer thing. I, I'm just it's a little conspiracy-ish. That's all. We'll save the Bucks and Six, but I mean the the news is that what we all assumed would happen. Yes, that they're they're playing on Christmas Day against the Knicks. First time so, in our lives. Yes, mm-hmm. the last one. I remember doing a story on it. Uh, no, as we did the 50-year anniversary last year in the broadcast, I think it's three times. It's like three or four that they've played on Christmas Day, but it hasn't happened since, I want to say, 74. Four times. 1977 was the last time okay. they beat uh, the Kansas City. The first time was their first year, I think. Uh, 1968, yeah. they lost to Detroit and Milwaukee in 1971, they lost to Detroit. And that was the Detroit. only one that was in Milwaukee. Yes, yep. yes. Other ones were uh, losses in Detroit in 71, loss in Kansas City in 72, and a, or sorry, back-to-back wins in 72 and 77 in Kansas City. So if it's New York, it's going to be the, what, 11 o'clock, 11 or noon? It's got to be the early game. Some of the other, the uh, Thunder and Rockets has Well, what time announced. is that? None, none of the times have been announced. Thunder and Rockets? Yes. Is that and, one of the ones uh, that Stein tweeted? No, that was Tim McMahon from ESPN, and uh, Chris Haynes, also of ESPN, said the Blazers and Jazz, which I'm guessing is going to be that 8-30 game, uh, that was so is The also Knicks always play the first game. How many so are there, 11. five? Yes. Five, so that's That's, so that's two. 11. The Lakers will be the second game. The Lakers-Warriors, that'll be the 2-30 the whatever. Then you have...
1: Will it be, was, or would the Lakers Sel- be Celtics that Sixers. third game, prime time? Christmas. No, Day. I think that'll be Celtics. Well, I th- I think they view year, prime time is at two thirty slot. Two thirty is what they view. Because yeah. Yeah. last year that's what think Cavs. It's
0: so. what Cavs. That's what it's been. Oh yeah. The uh, I believe it just came, it was literally just released on SportsCenter. Center on at Sports Center they just released just the, Christmas Day just Christmas Day. Do you, do you guys want the full roster yeah. games? Uh, the times at, too. Yes. Oof. Oof. Eleven o'clock. Bucks versus Knicks. Okay. Two o'clock. Thunder Rockets. Oh. 4 30 that, that'll be interesting Four we've got the sixers against the celtics wow so they're doing it seven yeah seven o'clock lakers warriors Nine thirty. blazers jazz i mean i'm already excited for this fyi now all it's time i, 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 I prefer on. but i before you get into it i like putting it off better because last year it's i always watch the knicks game i always watch it every year and then for a while, it was that second game that was the marquee game, and then after that, you're like, eh, "I'm done." Mm. Now, if you put it off, now all I'll those times
1: more. are those the Eastern times? Yeah. Are you sh- so? Is yeah. that yeah. A so? Sh- it's all so the, the Eastern play times. Ten no, o'clock. No, no, it's eleven. The oh. times I'm giving you are gotcha. the Central That's times. What I meant. Yeah.
0: It's, so Bucks, Knicks, Thunder, it's Rockets, four thirty. Sixers, Boston. Four thirty. My best guess is these are Wait, it's eleven, two, and four thirty? Eleven two, four thirty, seven, nine thirty. Huh. Uh two games on ABC, three on ESPN. So the Bucks will be in well will be on ESPN, they'll kick the thing kick things off at eleven. Wonder if I get holiday pay. I would assume <laughs> not. No, How not ma- from here. <laughs> I know I'm I uh, my guess was assume not. Well, I don't I don't believe I did on Martin Luther King Day. So, we'll also find out that schedule tomorrow. Do you think the NBA is mad that uh, this is this leaked? Well, I was going <laughs> to say now. like did Woj when Woj well, dropped the that the the schedule's getting announced tomorrow afternoon, did he not tweet what the schedule was because of their partnership with my, the NBA? My guess is he That's what he's I probably thought, embargoed. That's what I thought at first, but then when they're like okay, Go ahead. Right. Then Mark Stein three hours ago gives some some of the games. And then Chris Haynes three hours ago, about half an hour after Mark Stein gives the Blazers Jazz. And then Tim wow, McMahon so now I'm ago. a little surprised the Raptors aren't on there. No Raptors, no Spurs. What were the other teams well, we the were thinking Spurs, of? Come on. We were thinking. Uh, I think those might have been. The Raptors might have been the only team that. Because the. The Blazers? That one I don't. It's a little uh, surprising. New Orleans is there? Did you say no? No, no, no. It's uh, Blazers, Jazz. The Jazz kind of makes sense for the for the late game. Um, if you're going to make the Warriors the seven, the prime time, quote unquote prime time, seven o'clock game. I saw a lot of people saying, thinking the Pacers would be involved, no. and a lot of people, a lot of people have the Jazz, but they thought it would be Sixers, Jazz to have the two rookies from last year going at it. Speaking just, of which, what is it like a contractual thing? If you are a 76 get rookie, you have to get rookie, injured, to get injured in camp. I mean, maybe that—that's a rough. It's the uh, maybe it's the Colangelo curse now. Hulk Hogan was at box camp today. Tampa Bay Bucks
1: well, because we're talking about the ace.
0: That's a good point. Hanging out with famous Jameis. Boy, who's had a rougher stretch? I think the answer is just yes. Hulk Hogan or Jameis. I, I mean, PR-wise. Also, legally, probably Jameis well, Hulk worse. Hulk Hogan, what was Hulk Hogan's That's why I said
1: legally Jameis worse.
0: Hulk Hogan's legal thing was he sued tabloids.
1: I know. And won. I'm aware. Hogan's been reinstated in the WWE now.
0: Not without in- controversy. He was at the uh, the last pay per view, what well, like two or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and met with the locker room. And apparently, he apologized, but that was part of the reinstatement. Because for those that don't know, he was on tape making yep. some racist remarks, and um, apologized. But what came out was a couple of wrestlers tweeted too that this isn't good enough. Like, I, I don't accept. And it, apparently his apology didn't come across as very sincere or good. And the WWE coincidentally had cameras and was filming it for part of a TV show they were producing with Hulk Hogan's Homecoming. So it's a little yeah, bit
1: forced, a little bit contrived.
0: Not a good look. And then there's Jameis. I think Jameis has had the rougher stretch here. No, well, you know. It's me, Hulk Hogan. You're still Hulk Hogan. You no, know? no one's arguing with you. Jameis Winston is an idiot. Uh, I don't think anyone's arguing with you on that. I told this to Lance when we were talking about we gotta wrestling get him deaths. On here. we got to get him on here. We were talking about wrestling deaths a couple of months ago. I mean, because they always happen. You oh. know? We need Jeff for this conversation. Yeah, so and I, I said, because it was, oh, no, this was last fall, because this was when the Ric Flair 30 for 30 came out. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it. And he told me, like, which anybody that knows him knows, that's his guy. And, you know, when Ric Flair passes, that's going to be a rough day for me. This is Lance saying that. It's got me to thinking, who would that be for me? And I thought, you know, maybe bon- John Bon Jovi for <laughs> Connections Kids. Thanks for listening. No, but it, Hulk Hogan. And when that day comes, I was such a Hulkamaniac in the 80s and 90s. When that day comes, man, that's going to be tough to handle.
1: That's why you should never... Just Just be callous. Yeah, you should.